Doxology is the study of God, and it's very important. Doxology is an expression of praise to God. So the point here is that all theology should ultimately lead to doxology, to doxology, to doxology. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Jay Will, and you are now listening to another episode of Theology on the Block, where we talk about Christian theology from an urban perspective. So excited to be here with you today and a little nervous because today is a little bit of a different type of episode. Your boy is in the booth by himself. So I won't be here bantering with my wonderful co-hosts, uh, Miss Titus 2 and Wayne Penn Jr. They uh, took the day off and gave me a chance to just sit here, kind of reflect and take a moment to share my heart on why we do this. So this episode is gonna be all about the resources needed for urban ministry. We're gonna call this Thoughts of an Urban Missionary. But before we dive into our subject matter, uh, remember, I want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by City of Refuge Church. City of Refuge Church is a new church plant in the Eau Claire community seeking to do three things. They are seeking to call, connect, and commission all to Jesus, his greater family, and to the mission of the kingdom of God. And if Wayne was here, he would say, A to the man. (laughs) But yeah, so diving into our conversation today, I just want to kind of sit back and tell you uh, kind of the vision of how this podcast came to be. Um, One thing I realized, I'm a church planner. I'm actually the pastor of City of Refuge Church. And one thing we realized as we were just having conversations about theology and apologetics and all the things that we love that goes into ministry and serving our community, the biggest thing we realized that was missing was a lack of resources. And I don't mean fine um, monetarily, even though in the urban context, sometimes it is hard to fund ministry, but just resources of practitioners and those who have studied this to say, how do we do this? How do we address the issues in our community? Um, anyone who's ever served in urban an urban context understands there's such a complexity because uh, as Dahadi Lewis calls it, the new urban, that is where you see people moving into the city, the young and upcomings moving into the city, and they have more money than they know what to do with sometimes. But you also have those who are impoverished, those who are kind of downtrodden, and those who feel overlooked. Uh, we are in an interesting place in Colombia where it seems that we live in a, a, a city where uh, in the city particularly, everybody's living in their own little bubble. They walk past each other. They don't see each other. They are all in there, in there for their own interests. And in, in particular, in the area where we're planted, uh, the Eau Claire community, it's in the process of going through a major gentrification. So we're starting to see uh, things like a brewery is about to pop up. Uh, Also, a lot of people who were living in the suburbs are now starting to move into the city and find houses in the city. So the housing market and the the prices of houses in our area are going up. And there's a lot of efforts for beautification coming, but there's not many efforts to uh, equip the people who are in the area to prepare for the changes that's coming. So that got us asking, 
Well, how do we do this? What resources are out there uh, to help us navigate gentrification in the inner city and also gang violence and crime and, and poverty and those who have money are unsustainable? How do we navigate in such a, 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 a almost a gumbo of a culture? Well, the reality is every time we asked those questions, we were given books like Center Church by Tim Keller, which great book, love Dr. Keller, but that book does not address the needs in my area often. Or we're giving books like uh, Simple Church by uh, by uh, Tim Chalice, uh, again, wonderful brother, Steve, Ch uh, Steve, uh, Steve Timmons, um, wonderful brother. It does not address the issues in my community. Um, and we're just given all of these books as resources saying, well, here's some guys and you just have to contextualize it for your community. Reali the re realization is a lot of things that's written are not written with people like me and people like my, and that people who are impacted in my community in mind. Um, so we started this podcast because we're saying, okay, we're practitioners. We are on the ground. So we want to wrestle with the thoughts that we're having. And hopefully people who listen are going to learn and glean something from it and say, huh, they're making this. We want to bring it really down to earth. What we're doing, how we are practicing, how we are doing theology. Now, the reality is, there are resources out there, but because they are not resources that are often recommended in the ivory tower and, and they're not seen as academic or uh, credible by majority culture, they're often overlooked. So another thing we wanted to do in this podcast is we wanted to take a moment to actually highlight a lot of resources that are out there from black and brown Christians who are practitioners, who are professional, who uh, are serious about what they do, and they have done a lot for the culture. So in this episode, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to list in a list out a couple of resources. Hopefully this is helpful for those other urban missionaries who are trying to figure out uh, how to do work while their boots are on the ground. Um, and these works are written with people like us in mind. And one of those books right now I'm super excited about is Urban Apologetics by Eric Mason. Um, he has quite a few writers who are writing on different subject matters that imp impact the inner city. Um, for one, uh, Black Hebrew Israelites. That is impacting our community. That is impacting impoverished black and brown communities because the cults go after those who feel downtrodden and feel like they have a lack of identity. So. Uh, Urban Apologetics, it has a chapter on Black Hebrew Israelites, it has a chapter on the Nation of Islam, it has a chapter on the need for the Black Church, it, it has a chapter on uh, the whitewashing of Christianity, so it talks against uh, 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 white supremacy. It has a chapter that is written with us in mind, things that urban practitioners really are wrestling with. So he's Eric Mason's not sponsoring this podcast. I hope he hears it, but I will highly recommend that book. 
Also, another great book to look out for um, is Isaiah Robertson's Black Church in Power. It's a wonderful book about the need for the black church, how the, what the black church has come from, what the black church has done, and where the black church is potentially going. Um, Isaiah Robertson is a wonderful brother. Matter of fact, he's a pastor. He just took on a new church in Compton, uh, and Compton, Los Angeles. Yes, Compton, Campton, Compton, Compton. Why can't I get that out? But anyway, uh, yes, this is a brother. I highly recommend that you listen and you get his book, read his book, support that book. That book was written with people like me and you in mind. And there's also a pretty old, uh, older book by a brother named Ray, uh, Ray Cook, and it's called A Theology as Big as a City. Now, it's not as much of an orthodox written book, but the brother was thinking about how does he, he was thinking about in the 70s how to do ministry in the city during the, in Chicago, of all places. Um, highly recommend that book great book uh, just to wrestle with the ideals of urban ministry in the middle of the city. Um, another great resource is this is a brother I consider a mentor of mine, a friend of mine, uh, Doug Logan on the block. He's basically telling uh, the story of when they planted Epiphany Fellowship in Camp um, in Camden, New Jersey, and how they operated as indigenous missionaries in the community get that book if you are an urban missionary or you, or you are a church planner or you do ministry in the urban context this is a wonderful book about the missiology and the thought process thought process of behind how to serve the community um last book last book and i have quite a few so if you want any more book ideas or books to kind of check out to address uh urban ministry and just address how should the church be operating in these spaces, um, you can email us at theologyontheblock at gmail.com. I will put a list together and I would love to send that out to you just to equip you to think through some of these things. But the last book I, uh, I highly recommend, I am a great fan of, I've actually brought it up in this podcast before. It's a book called Church Forsaken, Practicing Presence in Neglected Neighborhoods by Jonathan Brooks. This book is phenomenal. Here's a brother who is pastoring a, a church in Inglewood, Chicago, and he tells how basically their church was uh, a, a light in a dark area, how they were the ones fighting to bring resources to the community. And, he, and, and the slogan is, there's no such thing as a God forsaken area, but there are many church forsaken areas. So I will highly recommend that book. That book, that brother wrote to the drum of my heartbeat. <laughs> but we need more resources. I wanted to just list off those resources because I think one of the problems we're running into is when brothers and sisters are looking to say, well, how do I serve my city? How do I serve my community? Where do I get equipped to think through the nuances of this type of ministry? Uh, we send them to people who never think about them. We, we send them to read material or source material that ha that would never have them in mind. They're doing ministry in a whole different place. And we tell, we tell them, oh, you just have to contextualize. It. Now, all of these things you do have to contextualize, but at least these people are in similar places 
that and they're thinking about people that are in similar places as them. Um, one book I highly recommend for churches, for nonprofits, for anyone doing inner city ministry, and everybody's probably heard of it by now, helping um, when helping hurts great resource on how to give and take care of needs without making people codependent because that is also one of the very nuanced things that we have to think through in the inner city and see family that's why we put this podcast together because we wanted to help equip the church to think through these things to nuance the conversation to not because because ministry isn't black and white ministry is not just one way or the other, but it is a lot of nuancing. And theology has to be done where we contextualize it, and we also realize that theology is in black and white. That, if anything, you I hope you hear mostly on this podcast how we talk about a theology of practice, a, a theology of, uh, from a practitioner standpoint, a theology that addresses the issues that doesn't run from the issue but the reason we address those issues is because we have a God who addressed those issues. We have a God who is close to the downtrodden. We have a God who cares for the brokenhearted. We have a God who demands worship. And since he is the first part of worship, he is the first place where worship comes and goes. He also demands that his, his images, his Imago Dei is cared for. So that's why we wanted to put this podcast together that's why we wanted to do this and that's really my heart behind this this just to have simple conversations bring it down to ground level for the regular lay person uh, for those who don't know what a lay person is it's just the regular church member who is serving and they care about their community um, also those are a couple of books that I will highly recommend but there's also a couple podcasts I will highly recommend um, one podcast is uh, The Witness. Again, none of these podcast books or resources are sponsoring this show. They can if they would like to, or at least just send a check to the church. But <laughs> but we just think these podcasts and these, these resources are good to help us have real conversations, to help us think deeply about our communities, think deeply about what we are doing not just to, for the sake to say we're doing things but to really say we're making an impact we we really care about what's going on around us and lastly um one more resource i would like to put out there it's a great brother who's if you're interested in getting to know more about apologetics how to address and make a defense uh, give a defense for your faith in the urban context um, I will highly recommend you look up our brother Damon Richardson. He's with uh, Urban Logia, Urban Logia. Uh, that's urbanlogia.org. He is a brilliant brother, brilliant brother. He's also on staff. He's also works with uh, Logos Bible Software. Um, I highly suggest you get in touch with this brother. That's Urban Logia Ministries. Um, you can find their website at urbanlogia.com. That's U-R-B-A-N-L-O-G-I-A dot org. I said dot com, but dot org. Um, look them up, get in touch with them, see what resources he has out there. He has a ton of resources and he has 
oh, he's a he has a wealth of knowledge. But we want to see more of these resources spread and used by practitioners. And that's, again, why we started this podcast. Now, here's where my heart is breaking is I just listed off a quick list for those who might be practitioners. Um, but we need more resources. We need more source material. We need more thinkers in the urban fields, in the fields and in the streets, telling people who are from our context and showing people from our context how to do ministry in this day and age. So I would highly recommend if you have any great resources, email us. Email us at Theology on the Block at gmail.com that's theology on the block at gmail.com we would love to see what resources are out there we would love to share and spread the word about these great resources because the truth is the only way we're going to serve our city well is if we have people who think about our city well if we have people who are present in our city if we have people who care about our city and they care about the people in our city in our communities So that's why we exist. That is what this podcast is for. And this is my heartbeat. I hope you are hearing that, that this is coming across clear, loud and clear, and that you walk away saying, I want to see more resources spread. I want to be a, 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 I want to be a champion of urban ministry, spreading of people in the urban context, having a voice and those who are practicing in the urban context that they would be equipped to do the work. As Paul says, do the work of the evangelist. So family, this is your favorite country preacher. Um, I just wanted to get on here and share a few words with you, a few words of encouragement. Keep going. Keep pursuing him who will bring you to a faithful end. And keep seeing, and, and we pray to see his word and his glory spread in every urban community across our nation. This is your boy once again, Jay Will, and you have listened to another episode of Theology on a Block, where we bring you Christian theology from an urban perspective. Be blessed. Be blessed.